Honk with Mike Bridenstine is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Mike knows like so, like the biggest names in comedy. Dude, you gotta see this guy's fucking show list. He like has like the biggest names on uh, in comedy on his on his show. It's kind of unreal, Mike, how you do that. The best po- panel pod on the internet. And this is what the show's about, Nick. That we have our finger on the pulse of America's uh, trends. Hi, everybody. Hey. This whole day can suck a thousand fucking dicks. Yeah. Welcome to Hunk with Mike Bridenstine. I'm Mike Bridenstine. Shout out Rick Gonzalez. Shout out Bad Planet. Shout out Untaken Podcast. Shout out to The Buffer. Shout out No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Extra shout out Tom Lawler. My unpaid announcer is David McGregor. David, I just decided you're the guy for now. You, I don't know how long, but you're the guy for right now. You're my unpaid announcer for right now. Happy New Year, everybody. Hope your resolutions are holding tight. Joel, get your thirst trap photos ready. I'm doing something called 75 Hard. I'm on day five as I record this. Obviously, whatever day in January it is when you hear this, that's what day I'm on, intermittent fasting. No booze. Easy for me because I am I had to get rid of that. Uh, a gallon of water a day, daily progress photo, two 45-minute workouts. One has to be outside no matter the weather, and I have to read 10 pages of a self-improvement book every day. I'm doing The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle, which is different. I'll give it that. It is different. But maybe I'll be less of a piece of trash, too. Uh, you can do it with me if you want. I'm only on day five, so you can we can finish in March together if you want. 75 hard. I don't know. We'll see how I do. Some of you noticed that last week, Brian Babylon murdered Betty White. Uh, I'll play that one for you one more time. Here's Brian Babylon last week. Do you guys want to do 2022 death pool before Dave leaves? Sure. What is death pool? Oh, who's going to die? Who you got? What famous person mm. is going to die in 2022? I'll go first. I'll say Keith Richards. I don't give a shit. Betty White. That's how 2021 ended was that show. And I thought about it. Here was the first show of 2021. This is Matt Bronger predicting what Trump would do before he left office. So here's the first show of 2021. That phone call, I think, is the beginning of the next two weeks. He's going to do at least two more things that are openly worse. I I think he will. He won't get dragged out. But he'll be but he's going to do that thing for sure where he's like, we have to stand up. It's time for us to fight. And a couple people are going to get shot without a doubt. And but it's not going to be the mobilization he thinks it is, because in the end, people are going to be like, I don't want to go to jail, you know, with yeah. red I can't get it out of my rascal. Okay? You know, <laughs> it's hard to get up. So kind of weird that the year started and ended like that, obviously. Obviously, they're equal in importance. January 6th and Betty White. But I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Also, thank you, Candrock, for pointing out the dog mayor of Georgetown, Colorado. A fucking Bernice Mountain Dog, no less. That was awesome. You know what else is awesome? Is that I have the world's greatest panel. Kelsey Ayer is back from Local Natives. 
and Jaws of Love, two fantastic bands from the Kelsey Air TV show on the radio. He's a sweet boy and everyone knows it. Joe Kilgallen is back. The Red Mamba himself. He's got comedy specials on YouTube. I saw him making cameos in Nick Vaderot's special. Beautiful shoulders on that guy as well. Kyle Kinane is back. He's a famous stand-up comedian from Chicago. Get his albums. Watch his specials. One of the best. You, Kyle Kinane. Michael Connell is back from Life in the Human Zoo. He was Rolling Stone's hot comedian. One of the most talented people that I can think of. So without further ado, here are Kelsey, Joe, Kyle, and Mike. And if you don't already, please hit subscribe. It's been a minute since I did it. <laughs> hey, man. <laughs> I totally forgot, man. Whoops. How you doing? I'm good, man. How are you? Good. Thanks for being here. You're the first person. Punctual. Punctual. Changing it up for 2022. Yes. Hello. How's it going, guys? Good. Good to see you. Mike. Good to see you. Wow. You had a lot of hair before when I saw you. I've gotten rid of it. (laughs) (laughs) I was at a breaking point and I needed a change, you know? Yeah. What's the longest you've had your hair? Uh, That was the longest. Yeah. I had to do it once, you know, for. to see if I could. I mean, I, I, I wish I wish I would have done that when I didn't have male pattern baldness because <laughs> I did it last year. So I had, I had shoulder length. But had, it was this real like, yeah, it was like full Gallagher down here, and then just these, <laughs> oh, a couple of weeds growing up through the sidewalk on the top. <laughs> it was pretty rough. Gallagher was really he was a hero in the haircut race. I mean, he had the most. You could, of Carlin Gallagher, a comedian that that was the beard of the seventies was just to be bald with long hair, long side, the old long sides, old long sides over there. Yeah, the, the cookie old the clown. Give me the cookie the clown. <laughs> and you know what? Put cookie on a, the clown. Put a little, put a little uh, yeah. Irish cap on it to cover up the top. <laughs> that was Gallagher's move. <laughs> That, that falls off when you're swinging a sledgehammer, jumping on a trampoline shaped like a couch. <laughs> what about the Fredo, like the Godfather, like the shitty brother in the Godfather? Oh, he that did have a. He yeah. had some, some, and he had like a lot of product in his too. It was very, very strange look. I didn't think I, we get a cookie was... from Bozo show reference, but I'm for it. <laughs> I was doing. I was trying to slick it back and just have the full. Like criminal from an '80s movie. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I still—that's what I'm doing now that it's growing out. It's like the Steven but, Seagal a little bit. He had like a, a very odd yeah. ponytail with not a lot up front. <laughs> yeah, nothing, nothing coming in with strength on the top. No structural support <laughs> from the top. I was looking at Larry David's hair. Larry David has like a full-on mullet, but it's just a bald guy. Oh, with the it's, fringe in the back. Yeah. Joe looks like he's having technical difficulties. You get a fancy mic. She gets a little fucking. uh... The one, the one guy who does this regularly is having technical difficulties. So he's gonna flip over his whole podcasting table. (laughs) I heard him. I heard him. You hear me? Yeah. There you go. go. There he is. What's that? 
killing it already. <laughs> no recording. ladies talking about penises. No ladies in the house. <laughs> Just us fellas, we can say whatever we want, guys. Finally. Uh, okay, first question. I guess the movie Soylent Green takes uh, takes place in 2022. Uh, oh, yeah. What invention from movies that are set in the future are you mad don't actually exist right now? Are you talking flying cars? That stuff in those movies where the screen is in the air in that Tom Cruise movie. What's what? what? We don't have that yet. I don't know. Maybe we do. <laughs> some guy, some guy somewhere that's, has that. Yeah, somebody's got that. Okay. Somebody's got a clone goat. Yeah, somebody's got a clone goat in that screen. A legit <laughs> hoverboard is still kind of bullshit that that doesn't exist. Yeah. Mm. That'd be awesome. Okay, what was it in the back of Boys Life magazines? We're all, I'm assuming, in a relatively similar age. Like, Boys Life was like, if you could get a hoverboard, like, you could buy plans for a hoverboard. <laughs> and I didn't know if the, tr- if the trick was, like, you need a two-by-four, some Velcro, and plutonium. <laughs> or, like, there was a gap, because they would sell you plans for it. This in the 80s. They also had x-ray glasses. Yeah. So I was they, just going to say, I have x-ray thing. glasses over here. <laughs> they were so future. That's what I'm saying. Future forward, for what whatever reason. The, yeah. <laughs> TSA, don't even worry about it. Just put these on. I'm clean. <laughs> It's like the Whisper 2000. Do you remember the Whisper 2000 where you could like listen to people's conversation by pointing like a, a microphone at them? <laughs> oh, that yes. was another. That, that I believe that works like a, though. That was a but criminal enterprise. <laughs> but do you realize, I was dicking around, literally last night I was dicking around my phone. You can do that with AirPods and an iPhone. What do you mean? You could just you leave can them leave, somewhere. And leave, you can leave your phone. It's right. It's called. I don't want to lose this. Spy mode. Spy it's mode. called live. Li- it's called live. Listen. It's right there. All you do is do the little swipe, and you can put your phone somewhere, and it'll lot. It put, puts whatever that audio is into your AirPods. So you can leave this in another room of your house. Leave your phone with your AirPods in, and basically just hear whatever somebody's chit chatting about. You're just, like, sweet, like real sweet, time, sweet. real that time. That sounds suspect. Yeah, you're just real constantly time. hearing you, that guy from that murder show being like, "I killed them all. I did it." Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you don't have to have like an overhead mic to do it. That's that's very much more convenient. Wow. I'm gonna yeah, do it at a bar range? with some friends. I, I want yeah. to know the range. I'm you assuming know? it's wherever your AirPods, however far away you could be from your phone to, like, when you're listening to music or what have you. Hmm. You go to the bathroom and you hear everybody talking shit, as Joe said. You just <laughs> yeah, it's like an old school three way call. That's oh man, so it's out there. But that spy tech stuff, I also had a lot of that as a child. What, what, I thought that uh, Logan's Run. Do you remember Logan's Run? Everybody after thirty is killed. <laughs> that would be a funny one. That'd be a <laughs> that, funny invention. That that has not happened yet. But it's not an guess, invention. That's just genocide. Yeah, I know. <laughs> we have. I that. guess we do. Have I guess that. COVID. COVID is doing kind of a, a, a bit of the same job. <laughs> they've they've upped the age a little bit, but yeah, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't think fly. I I think nine eleven ruined flying cars, but I don't know like what else people are like. Uh, I mean, they were just you know they could have just flown their cars into shit. 
That was my first no. thought when the towers fell. I was like, there it goes. <laughs> there it goes. Yeah. There it goes. There goes. The, there goes my dream of a flying car. You were just if in we the had a chance smashing a prototype with a hammer that morning. Like, wow. I like, can't let. I can't unleash this on the world. Yeah, <laughs> it's my life's work, but fuck it. Yeah. <laughs> it was just pool floaties taped to your Ford Escort, but the idea was there. It was this. It was in the back of Boys Life magazine. It was. Yeah. All, all your all your family all your family's looking on like the news and they're like don't tell Mike. <laughs> <laughs> this is really gonna disappoint his twenty. How long plan. can we wait till Mike knows? He's put his Let heart this dream putter out on its own before he gets devastated. We know he's not gonna come up with it. Do you ever invent out. something though in your head and you look to see if it exists and it totally does? I invented Yeah, dude, breakfast nachos. Mine was even chill Achilles. Oh, okay. Yeah. Breakfast not yeah. I was like, oh man, I would what if there was I invented uh board shorts with uh Eddie Van Halen's guitar pattern on it. Totally existed already, but that was a good invention. <laughs> yeah. More of a is design that an invention? Is yeah, is that that's exactly what I was gonna say. It's more of a design choice than an yeah. invention. But nah, I'm pretty sure it's an invention, but okay. Break, if you can if they're playable <laughs> if they're playable, uh board shorts like if you could actually play them as if they were a guitar maybe that would be an addition i mean that's also an invention but mine was too they were cobbled together from different board shorts (laughs) to make the ultimate board short franken board tribute to eddie van halen all right (laughs) okay next question i watched i told kyle this I, i watched four fast and furious movies with my wife and at one point i said to her don't tell anyone about this uh, <laughs> and, and here we are. But here we are. Here I'm we telling are. you. I decided to go for it. I'm telling you. I feel like guilty pleasure is too generous of a term for that. What is your favorite bad movie? Just straight up movie you know is bad. Boondock Saints. <laughs> Why is Wolf. that the least surprising answer you could have given us, Joe Kilgore? I told people I go, a- it's <laughs> Irish guys shooting Italians. I don't even need a plot. I don't even need it's dialogue. So it could just that no is, dialogue necessary. Just well, so actually, that, that, that pro Catholic yeah. church is still okay with you. Sure. That, uh, that dial. I mean, they could have lost all that dialogue, and I might have liked it a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, that was, that was some of the shittiest Quentin Tarantino bullshit ripoff I've ever heard in my life. You didn't like the made-up prayer they would do? Oh my god, it embarrassed me so deeply. I was like, these hitmen, these Catholic hitmen, what the fuck is going on? Did, I, I don't remember whether or not, but did Willem Dafoe, did that kind of work, yeah. though? His, he was good. Oh, he, was, shit? oh he, he killed it. He, like, totally killed it. Yeah. Uh, but if you ever see that documentary... Uh, oh, my God. That they, ...they made about that guy... Overnight? You see that... Yeah, overnight. So you see oh, that yeah. Willem Dafoe is like, who the fuck is this guy? What? Why is he telling me what to do here? <laughs> Seeing I love it. And then, yeah, seeing that and then moving to LA and realizing like, oh, oh that's every douchebag in West Hollywood. It's had, probably the most epic prodigal sunbar or whatever. Yeah, exactly. That was gone before we got here, but I would have been really stupid to go there. <laughs> How? Who got so unmolested by the church they became assassins? <laughs> How did you get so aggressively not molested that you became such uh, good... uh, that you brought back the Crusades? You had such a positive, uh, yeah, such a positive altar boy experience that you decided yeah. to kill for the church. You took a body, you took vengeance upon yourself. And as far as I know, the, That's the, the most Italians, are, Italians are also Catholic. A lot of them. 
<laughs> Most of them. <laughs> yeah, they got parades where they carry statues through the streets. I've seen the movies. Yeah, yeah, I don't know any more serious. I, I believe. I believe. I believe the Vatican is in Italy. Yeah, it's pretty. It's a pretty Italian place. <laughs> pretty Rome Italian. in. <laughs> pretty sure. <laughs> Geography is great. So there's a slight question about that uh, plot. Yeah. I can't believe we're unearthing plot holes in Boondock Saints. Nothing like three Irish Catholics going, pretty sure some Italians are Catholic. Nobody's as Catholic as us, though. Yeah. Oh, the Polish. The oh, Polish yeah. are, yeah. pretty, I mean, and they, they, they weren't missing. Maybe they're in Boondock Saints, too. I don't know. <laughs> Wish the Irish would have killed some Polacks in that this movie. Time we're coming for the gays. <laughs> well, I went to a high school that in Chicago that was Catholic, but it was also a lot of Irish, a lot of Italian, and a lot of Polish, and we all hated each other. How did you say? It was just I went to a high school in Chicago that was Catholic, but it was also a lot of Irish and a lot of Italian. And a lot I'm not of like those were the di- like the that big was, demographics. The there was Mexicans too. They were Catholic. It was, so like, it was like uh, a prison. It was like a prison. You would just like totally separate. Kids. You separate <laughs> each other. You like go to your corners, and then yes. fight every once in a while. It's like that high school movie movie when it first came out. I'm like, finally, a movie where we're shooting them, you know? (laughs) I would always be that guy, too. It's like, hey, Goodfellas, De Niro's character's half Irish. Henry uh, Hill's half Irish, too, whatever his name is. And they're never welcome. They're never welcome, really, truly welcome in that group. Yeah, that was sad. I mean, if anybody's had it the worst, it's the Irish. Definitely. (laughs) Has anybody heard the theory that um, uh, My Blue Heaven is the sequel to uh, goodfellas <laughs> i like it it was released before it was a prequel it was a yeah but the... but the idea that that's henry hill's character once he's in <laughs> because he did go back into a life of crime and that's what that my is, really him is, is him in, in uh uh which what do you call that protective custody yeah recreating a mob scene yeah and somebody's like well you could make those two movies in the same storyline i'm like that's a fun way to watch those oh i guess i never I like asked that. what happened to henry hill after he becomes a schnook he started he's just a criminal oh. with a new he went to he went to jail and then he or no he didn't go to jail at all yeah he, he went to witness protect, protection he wrote, wrote, he wrote a book and that was it but remember how bad that line get, uh, was that everybody pasta. loves uh from my blue heaven is you would melt all the stuff <laughs> and i was like some people are like that's the funniest line ever i'm like i don't think that's the funniest line ever really i, I, I mean it kid, made me yeah. laugh but it also it made me nervous i don't know why do we have any other movies besides uh boondock saints who's it what yeah, else, who else oh, is gonna embarrass oh, I, got, I got i got one i got one okay. and and i don't I love this movie so much and I show it to so many people and they're like, this is awful. And I know it's awful. Congo. <laughs> oh, so good. It's so good. That's well, unquestionably sweet. good. Um, I, I, tickle Congo. Amy. Tickle so Amy. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. No, I always like once a month, I will look at somebody that I'm friends with and I'll be like, Amy want <laughs> raindrop drink. <laughs> no, Amy. Amy want raindrop drink. Okay. We walked out That's... of that movie in the theater and my buddy was like, Amy thinks this movie sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's it's uh, 
it's very yes. bad. It's very bad. But you missed like the laser battle with the evil uh, gorillas, and then Tim Curry getting his head smashed in by that main like yeah. evil gorilla. That was Michael Crichton, right? Like he. I was, know that's what yeah. I was just gonna say. It was like a very. Yeah. He was like such a lauded man, and that oh, one really yeah. fell flat. That was <laughs> the first one after we just watched Jurassic Park yeah. the other night. Yeah. I forgot how much like. Sure, there's little like you can pick out things that are kind of silly, but as far as a big budget, go to the movies kind of movie, and then Congo is the next one. Yeah, I'm like, well, this is the guy that wrote Jurassic Park. Yes, this is gonna be amazing. And I remember the whole theater walking out, being like, what the fuck did we just watch? You needed you needed 20 years for that shit to seep in and find the right people. Yeah, because it's I'm not they uh, <laughs> it's not for the public. It is for a small, <sighs> tiny subsect of the long road heads. That's a long road to glory. A long road to glory. I never saw it, but I remember the trailer. I think they came out in like 94, 95. So I think I was like yeah. nine or 10. And yeah. I saw the trailer and then later found out. I thought it was a made up place. And then I found out Congo actually <laughs> was a country. And I remember feeling pretty dumb. But I was young enough to get away with that being that stupid. It's Zaire, right? Because yeah. doesn't Congo sound like a made-up country from, like, a dumb Hollywood person? Man, we'll call that it, sounds uh, like, Congo. That sounds, that like, sounds like, like, a, like an Irish Catholic guy from Chicago would say. <laughs> yeah. that, which, by the way, is a lot of Hollywood. Canane. Uh, <laughs> he thought it was like hey, Zamunda. He only, he, he only knew about uh, he only knew about uh, yeah Italian and uh, Polish people. Give him a break. Yeah. <laughs> Chicago's very segregated. You've been. I was no, just no, gonna, go I was gonna say Mike Holmes had this, and I had this friend in college who like he had this smoking hot girlfriend, and I just hated him. And uh, Holmes goes, "I saw Congo with him in middle school, and when he walked out, he goes." That was the greatest movie I've ever seen. <laughs> to like diss the guy. So, solidifying your hatred like, yeah. in stone. <laughs> and another thing. Yeah. Hey, that guy that guy that guy kills babies and he liked Congo. <laughs> All right. Well who else has moved who else is putting themselves out of the Kyle? I'd like to add Rock of Ages to this list. <laughs> it's Tom Cruise. Okay. It's uh it's pre- Pre-manslaughter, uh, Alec Baldwin. It's um... it's like most movies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like he's made come out with a lot afterwards. <laughs> kind of pump the brakes. They made some that. movies pre-Baldwin manslaughter. Mm. Uh, not only I did, did not I know. see that movie, I also saw the musical of it in Las Vegas when I was at a punk rock festival. And I was like, I'm sick of all this punk oh, rock okay. shit. I'm going to see rock of ages and i went by myself and these old ladies next to me i think thought i must have just got dumped because i was having like i was going i was oscillating between like joyous and then like kind of cry singing with the ballads <laughs> and the woman knocked over my beer and then gave me like 50 bucks when we left she's like i'm so sorry i'm like i'm having a great time and she just gave me 50 dollars. can't a man be emotional in public <laughs> not at rock of ages like, there was a guy in front of me they kept telling to sit down because he thought it was an actual rock concert and is like, that, Sir, the guy, is that about the guy who did whiskey go-go whiskey a go-go or something or that was like about it's, 80s metal it's yeah it's about 80s metal and it's about base it's it's based around the sunset strip in the 80s so okay yeah, in my yeah. wheelhouse <laughs> and uh yeah they're trying to close down this rock club and the one guy who gets the biggest rock star in the world is of course tom cruise Naturally. and uh yeah his manager is a, a very slimy paul giamatti real good time 
That sounds great. I it's I think it's a great time as far as movies go. If you just want to have yeah, a you good time, you pitched it good. I want to see it now. Now I want to see yeah, this yeah. fucking movie. It's right, it's well. the dirt with Paul Giamatti. The dirt upset me with how bad that was. <laughs> yeah, that was not uh, ideal. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't even fun. Bad. Really. O'Connell, give me like a fun bad, O'Connell. Uh, I'm trying to. Oh, you know what? My favorite is the Doberman Gang, which is an older movie, and it's about a guy who, uh, he trains six Dobermans to rob a bank. <laughs> it's probably the funniest <laughs> movie you've ever seen. You could have well, made that like, up as you went, and I would have been okay with it. Oh, yeah, no, there's no chance really... that there's no way we could tell if you're just making this up right now. No, this is totally true. And there's actually <laughs> there's three of them, and you can watch them all on YouTube. They are so fucking funny. And uh, what year? The music. This was like 1972 or something. Okay. It's very funny. And then there's there's a second and a third one. Like they just kept pushing through and making these Doberman like they were Same. hiring Dobermans to kill mafia guys in the second one it's just like absurd they hijack a plane oh I'm sorry what you watched was called Boondock Saints Mike yeah yeah it was about two uh, Irish Dobermans who tried to take Irish over Senators. the mafia <laughs> six Dobermans six Dobermans on set in the 70s they probably got pretty fucked up <laughs> oh, it was a party. I probably got. Paid. And the guy, the guy who did the music was Alan Silvestri, who like won the Academy Awards for Forrest Gump, and like this was Silvestri. his first movie. And he was just oh, like, wow. he was eighteen, and they were somebody quit, and they were like, "We need you to write all this music for this movie." And the next day, <laughs> and so the songs are just so absurd. We're the doggonest gang in this doggonest town, shit like that. <laughs> And you know, early 70s is when they would just electrocute animals to get into it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they, yeah. They were, they were like no, re, no real reservations. <laughs> no, yeah, animals, no humane. There's no humane yeah. animal it's acting. Like, the, animals the, the, animals, animals the, were harmed in this. <laughs> animals were definitely harmed. We had to use 20 dogs. <laughs> yeah, they went through a grip. Humpers keeps Dobermans. barking. We trained him not to. Oh, just cut out his tongue. It's fine. Um, so we, we just got we got to stay on schedule. Let's just make we sure. Have, just you know what? Cut out all their tongues. Just let's just we have to lie to people. We, we have to finish this before the regulations kick in. The special features on that DVD are horrifying. I mean, it's it's bloodbath. And not to mention the crew members who were killed by Dobermans because they're obviously like the half half rabbit. That's why Congo. That's why Congo. These goddamn yeah, dogs. Congo was all animatronic. Fucking gorillas. dogs keep shaking. Keep feeding them. What the fuck's going on? They keep fucking shaking them. They're ruining it. I did get the adorable image of Doberman running out of a bank with like the money bags in their mouth. No, it's know? exactly what it is. It's so funny. Oh, they, that's they like they come up with a whistle scenario where like. If you blow the red whistle, one dog will go attack the fucking uh, security guard. Is that where the term it's... money shot comes from? Is that Doberman's <laughs> running out of a bank with bags go. of money? It was That's... an obscure beginning right. for money shot, and it went on mm. to mean other things. That's just yeah. a, are this, is this a comedy series, Mike? No, it's 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 like takes itself completely seriously, which is uh, <laughs> why it's worth uh, a view. Wow. <laughs> That's, that's some, that's some yeah. 70s shit. Wow. And it's got great, like, funk. Uh, the, the music is amazing, actually. It's like 
kind of like uh dirty harry style just like wah wah funk <laughs> very good okay along the long the same lines as that first question i was on a stationary bike this morning when the song bodies by drowning pool came on my pandora and i kind of got it in the moment what is the <laughs> what is the best song from the genre of music you hate the most Wow. See, it's like, how do you know? Because you don't listen to that music that much, right? So you just off chance hear it somewhere. And right. Uh, or you could, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, like, I don't know. If there's like a a reggaeton song, let's say, yeah, that, yeah, you're, that, that, yeah. that you're like, fuck yeah, when that comes on, I will dance to the Macarena or whatever the fuck. Uh, I, I generally but, don't like uh, kind of yoga music, but I do like some... Uh, I do like Sail Away by Anya. There you go. <laughs> you <know? laughs> Yoga music. So it's type of, it's like I would never listen to that type of uh, <laughs> kind of synth pop, emotion, emo pop. Somebody <laughs> described I, I, Anya, yeah, as like, they described it as like somebody, like like meditation, if like meditation music made by cops. <laughs> <laughs> I, I read that like on, on Twitter or something, but it's like a perfect kind of like, boop, boop, beep, boop, beep, boop. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I like that. So that's one of mine. But <laughs> sail away, sail away. That's a good sail one. Away. That was like a VH1 staple back in like, the 90s. But you have to like, but that means like I feel like we're at a point where nobody, uh, you know, diminishes an entire genre anymore. Like everybody kind of knows that I'm gonna like something out of this. Like like, you, like that's like who's sitting there going, I still hate country western. I just hate rap. Like nobody's really choosing a whole genre i I could even say that about new metal because it's the easy punching bag but then you know occasionally that whatever limp biscuit song comes in and instead of realizing all the kids in high school who would knock your books out of your arms to the soundtrack of that song you're far enough away from it to be like all right everybody involved with this song's a douchebag but as a piece of uh a sonic break from the day. All right, I'll listen to it in the car. What's the best Jinko wearing corn Limp Biscuit song then? What's the, oh. the popular ones? All the oh, like Faith and uh, Nookie and what yeah, was that corn song? Shoots song. and ladders or something. Shoots that and was, ladders, that was pretty good. My my, I I loved new metal <laughs> in in high school. And, oh yeah, uh, you are the favorite. three. You're a three eleven fan, uh, also. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, yes, um, yeah. And and there's a there's a line in uh, Limp Biscuit in a Limp Biscuit song off Three Dollar Bill, y'all. And and he's just I love it when he's just like all it wants a Pepsi, just one Pepsi. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the suicidal tendencies. Why? That's a, that's a reference yeah, to suicidal tendencies. Oh, yeah. Oh, is that? Yeah. I'm you getting school, baby. Yeah, I don't know. It was new to me. I my I, I just heard Limp Bizkit in my eyes. Do you remember their uh, cover of Behind Blue Eyes? Yes, I think that that's good. <laughs> that came later. That be, I like be it. One of their better songs right. because they don't like go into some sort of uh, you know diatribe that is slightly rhyming. Man, I saw, I the Who was playing. I don't know if they still play. I don't know. But uh, Vince Averill went to go see them, and I was like, oh, man, how was that? And he goes, I don't know. Roger Daltrey just kind of stands there with a cup of tea the whole time, and it made it seem like so lame. It's not like, cool. These guys are 75 years old. Like, what do you want them to do? The Beach Boys rocked it out, baby. That's what I want. The Stones are still, I don't know. 
John Samos plays with the Beach Boys, so that just shows you what's going on. They brought out he Wilson plays. Phillips, so... Mike Mike he, Love is pretty nuts right now, isn't he? Yeah, they're all... Yeah, he's, he's like... A little, a little bit of a bummer. I think, I think they've earned that right. <laughs> I always... I could never make a joke work how I wanted to, like... The, the reason they named that album Pet Sounds is because uh, Brian Wilson's cats kept sick shifting in the sand that he kept his piano in. And that's why... Yeah, like just the idea that you go, oh, I need to feel like I'm at the beach, and then it's just all these cats that shit in the sandbox he made for his piano. I'm like, why is this called Pet Sounds? I don't know, a lot of cats shit in the sand. That's you have to get to the bottom of this. This sounds like a sound theory. <laughs> it, it feels too logical though for him. I, he needs to. He's probably way, something else way crazier. Oh, he was on the right combo of meds that day that he named it. Why is it called Pet Sounds? There's animal sounds isn't in you, it, don't you, there? You've heard my theory. <laughs> I'm going to the sounds, theory. Is it, it. Is, is it sounds for petting, like for uh, snuggling, for cuddling? Oh, heavy petting. Yes, perhaps. I have no idea. I make up things. Who had the album Heavy Petting Zoo? Is that the butthole oh, surfers no, or something? No effect. Oh, no effect. It's a pun. It's no effect. Nice, nice, nice. Take off your pants and jacket was Blink-182, though. Oh, yeah. So no effects, Blink One Eighty Two. Everyone gets so sad. Blink One Eighty Two is not exciting. Kyle. Well, Blink One Eighty Two <laughs> could be my answer to that question. The whole damn it album, I loved it. I was a teenager. <laughs> Fuck everybody. Mm-hmm. Oh, they're, 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 they are so popular. I mean, still to this day, it's like it's like the youth, the the songs well, of people's youth. All that music is making a resurgence right now. It's pretty it's pretty wild. Even like new metal and, and punk and that kind of shit. What do you mean it went away? <laughs> my, my playlist says otherwise, sir. What have I been blurring out of my Subaru Crosstrek the last fifteen years? I guess the radio was broken on in two thousand one. Joe, did you have an answer to this or are you only book? <laughs> um I couldn't think of a good answer for this because Kyle made a good point. With every genre, you're like, there's a couple songs you even. I don't like most of like, what's played in country radio, but right. there's still a couple country songs I like here or there. You know, um, I can't think of any that stick out of my head though. Ring uh, of like, Fire. I, I like some of that Sturgill Simpson dude. He's got some good shit, but I don't like country music. Would be the last station I'd put on on like a road trip. Oh, right. I'd rather hear Popular- jazz. Yeah, popular country is pretty trash. That being said, I mean, I've always professed my enjoyment of uh, Shania Twain, but there's a song called Smoke Break by Carrie Underwood. And it's basically just about how everybody in it is just a good Christian, but sometimes life's tough and they need to pop a top and have like a Merit 100. You know, I love that they, and, they, they're kind of are respectful to the Christian yeah. angle, but they're like, hey, we also yeah. have to get fucked up and Some, screw. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I, yeah. Here's the lyrics. She's a small town, hardworking woman just trying to make a living, working three jobs, feeding four little mouths in a rundown kitchen. When you're never taking nothing and doing nothing but giving, it's hard to be a good wife and a good mom and a good Christian. But she said, I don't drink, but sometimes I need a stiff drink. She rhymed drink with drink. Where are you reading anyway, this from? It's about, about the internet. She, she, was, she, was, he, he she has a, a poster of this on his wall. <laughs> she was drunk when a, she wrote this. I thought he was like yeah. reciting it and he went into oh, like no, a... This, yeah, this is my poetic reading. It's <laughs> like, to I be... The this ethereal, is fully ethereal, ethereal third audience, by the way. This is a Kyle monologue. I'm appreciating it. I got a whole monologue. <laughs> 
who is hard pivot into politics? Uh, who, a million people died of opioid overdoses now. Who is a worse family? Trump's, Sacklers, Jake and Logan Paul. Who is the worst family? What was the middle one? Sacklers. Sacklers, they oh. invented Oxy. They invented Oxycontin, right? Yeah. 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 I thought you said Sandler for a second. Like, <laughs> something happened with that? <laughs> Not, the sand- <laughs> Not the Sandman. All right. We tried yeah, watching Gold Member on the flight back from a trip recently, and it might be Sandler. It might be Sandler. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's Mike Myers. I'm sorry. But Sandler's worse than that. Man, I even <laughs> I watched Love Guru. And I remember laughing really hard that the greeting that he gave to people was Mariska Hargitay. Mariska Hargitay, like the name of the actress. And I was like, that, that was the one joke I thought was funny. The rest of that was like, woof. That should have been the movie you said instead of uh, Fast and Furious. <laughs> yeah, and that's the question. Did you watch the first four Fast and Furious? Yeah. That, I'm, okay, that's what you, you started it. You started from canon. And you, you yeah. went through yeah. in the appropriate manner. I'm like, proud of you. It's, there's something just straight up franchise. bad. I mean, I'll talk you through them, Mike. After <laughs> this, I'll talk you through Tokyo them. Drift. There's just no excuse for that movie, but I enjoyed it that thoroughly. That one went way off and did its own thing. Yeah, it's sorry. To, sorry to retract or go back to that. I don't know if you've seen Tokyo Drift, but it is the Boondock Boondock Saints of. Uh, driving Gas in a parking lot, yeah. <laughs> drifting, <laughs> drifting movies. Yeah. <laughs> there are better drifting movies, I'm sure. Um, because I couldn't, for some reason, all this new information came to light for me last night through insomnia and looking at my phone. Uh, Jake, who's the one that's the fighter now of the Paul? It's Jake, right? I think they're that's Logan Jake, Paul yeah. and Jake Paul, right? They're both okay, but Jake is the one that's actually kind of good at it. I He's like fighting it. like regular boxers and MMA yeah, and winning. That. And he basically just called out Dana. White. I know nothing about this world. I'm just like I've already hit. I've already read Reddit for two hours. May as well look at this Jake Paul video. But he just called out Dana White in a way that was like. You want me to quit? He like I don't. This is what I'm getting from this one video. He wants him to quit boxing. And he's like, I'll quit boxing if you pay your fighters this wage instead of the shit wow. wage. You guarantee him health care because you don't guarantee any of these people that make you millions. I like basically did this very like treat the people that made your empire better speech. All well, like on a beach in the Caribbean with a cigar <laughs> and a cocktail, like, still being a douchebag about it, but making very uh sound point that i would not become think. it becomes harder to dislike him a little bit Every, all the comments actually, were yeah. like, now i gotta i gotta like this guy all yeah i read that too <laughs> so i would uh, that would help me eliminate okay so the pauls are out from that i'm going i mean the sacklers already were charged and they they just had to pay two billion dollars and they're all just gonna go walk away to their mansion so they're like they're pretty pretty grim fucking people can you tell? Are they? They invented it, but did they come also cover up the the addiction? I, mean, I don't think. Like, yeah, no, they, they nuclear fission and whatever. Richard, I'm basing all of my knowledge on a miniseries that I watched starring uh, Al, uh, starring uh, Michael Keaton. Dope, dope, yeah, sick, yeah, dope sick. I oh, almost okay. said Alex P. Keaton. I could, I knew it was Keaton. <laughs> Buster Keaton, starring Buster back to, Keaton. Back to the a silent, finally, a silent movie about Octagon. Starring, starring Amy the Gorilla. Bring back Amy. Amy uh, needs help. Please help Amy. Tickle Amy. Amy. lost job. 
Amy needs help. <laughs> I can't stop. Amy, Amy needs to take pills from doctor. Sketchy doctor. My back. Amy needs help. Amy, Please. diagnosed pill for headache. <laughs> Amy, smell out copper wire in abandoned house. <laughs> Amy, want to sign for a class action lawsuit. Where does Amy sign? I Amy like what a great email. This is a be... bring back Amy for Dope Sick 2, Congo. Right. Just like the right. any uh congressional hearing where she has to go the, the monkey has to go off there. This and is... just be like this they is knew... criminal. Oh, behavior. that's such an unfrozen caveman lawyer sketch, but it's like a, yeah, if this if this monkey knows then <laughs> they, they knew the diamonds. They knew the diamonds were cursed. They knew it the whole time. John Stewart is sitting next to the monkey frowning at them and uh <laughs> Um Oh yeah, so the, so the Richard Sackler was like pushing this shit on onto them just for higher and higher profits. They knew it was fucking like addictive. They pushed like they started to push it on kids. I bring this yeah. up way too much, and it was a just a mini series that I saw. But I became like, I just feel like people should be talking about this like way more. But then again, I'm from Iowa, where uh, it was a big issue. yeah yeah where it ravaged as opposed to you know. I mean, it it what it it is it has been a huge issue for a few years now, right? Like coverage. People, I mean, like if that's what got them even sued in the first place, right? Yeah. Well, then they got immunity from it, and then finally, like a judge said, "Actually, hmm. you guys aren't immu- like above the law." And they're like, "Oh, I'm pretty sure we are." Though. Yeah, I'm pretty, actually, I, I, did, I beg to disagree. Uh, I have a I have forty million addicts that say otherwise. <laughs> It's just embarrassing what they they're doing. Yeah. And I, I think there was a documentary with uh, some of the, you know, the salespeople who go out to the doctors and like mm. they were just like driving these people like uh, like they were, you know, worn out horses and just basically demanding that they keep dumping the pills down the people's throats. So there's just it's hard to be like on the side of big pharma sometimes. Uh, it's weird just when yeah. you leave the doctor's office and the note they gave you is written on one prescri- like one company's notepad and the pen is from a different yeah. company it's like this isn't even you're not hiding anything it's here's all the free bullshit they just gave us for the office and also you can't Merch. even get a Vicodin to save your life now because of all this shit if you actually are in pain, they're like aspirin's probably better for you. I think. Yeah, you know because everybody's so worried about. Are you immediately? Com- are you immediately complaining about the lack of access? To I am. Uh, <laughs> no. I, you know what? It is actually there is a big issue there because it's like if you if you do need it, not that I'm you know over here shaking, wanting to snort it, but if you did hurt your back or you did do something to harm your physical person. Now, if you they suck the cover like, off the aspirin and snort it, it gets in your system faster. <laughs> but they would, but because of all of this bullshit, it has probably limited people's <clears throat> access. You know that might need it, not like in an addictive capacity. Oh, so they vilified all opioids, and not yeah, just, and then the oh, doctor. I got him. The doctor became so nervous that they just won't. You know, I remember breaking my arm in 2002. They gave me 90 Vicodin, like without even thinking twice. They refill it all the time. I got them from yeah, so, uh, yeah. Wisdom teeth taken out and appendectomy a couple months ago. They they hooked me up. I had a That's kidney good. stone. I, I got I morphine. Them. You got morphine. Yeah. 
Yeah, morphine. They that got me right. double. Demerals. I'm gonna stop drinking water. I'm gonna stop drinking water. <laughs> drink more cokes. <laughs> Take creatine and don't drink water. That'll get you like real fast. That'll get you right there where yeah. you need to be. You will ruin those kidneys. I promise. So who? So wait, sorry. Who who has extra um, like painkillers and like? Can we get, you want to like was... text or something? Or... Thank you, Kelsey, for for picking up my uh, my vibe here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I just, didn't just say I know where you live. Nobody has extra. I'm just saying I have. <laughs> there is no such thing as extra painkillers. That is true. <laughs> that is a I wise feel like statement. If, if you have a lot, it's polite to offer them to the other people on the podcast that you're on. And you're talking about, uh, but that's Kelsey, just me. I'll let... Kelsey, I'll let you tell me what a lot is, and then we'll go from there. <laughs> whatever, like half of whatever you got, man. Half of whatever you got. You probably that pretty dreary like- up in Oregon. When it's sunny in Oregon, I have a lot. When it's a great <laughs> day like this, I don't know if I have enough. Yeah, it's Kelsey, Joe, Kyle, and Mike. Please hit subscribe if you don't already. If you're enjoying the show and you feel like passing it along to somebody who you also might think would like the show, don't keep it to yourself. That is just selfish. There's still more show. If you want video of this panel and like 87 other panels, that's on the show's Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. B-R-I-D-O. I lost track of how many panels, but there's a show for the past two fucking years. I don't know how many that is. There's World Series reviews. I posted my 47th Chicago Comedy History Project bonus show this week with Jocelyn Hughes. She's the host of DIY Damn It on YouTube and the author of a book by the same name. I also know her from 2005 in Chicago, so check that out. Also, if you just want to support the show, that's also where you go. Do I need money? Yes. Also, I see you, Candrock, and I see you, Jason Ebert. You boys increased your pledges this week, and I appreciate you. I appreciate everybody on the Patreon. Patreon.com forward slash Brido. If you were planning on going to Checker Hall on the 13th, that is pushed to February 3rd. We'll see what happens with this variant. I'm starting a new show with Kelsey Air at some point, but January 13th is not if you want even more of me, I did Power Moves with Mike Burns, episode 155. Please support my brother, Mike Burns. I know a lot of you do. All right. We'll get right back to the show after a brief word from our sponsors. This show is brought to you by No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu in Urbandale, Iowa, my beloved home state. Learn to defend yourself. Get back in shape. Learn from Black Belt Instructor and Bonafide Hunk and Iowa Hawkeye JJ Motherfucking Bar. He's been on the show. If you're in the Des Moines area, stop getting your ass kicked. Go, go, Plata. The fuck out of life until it taps. No Coast Brazilian Jiu-Jitsu. Tell them Brido sent you. What's the best way to handle the streaming wars? Judge all the content against each other. The Buffer Battle Podcast does just that. Joel and Tony are former radio co-hosts who pit two relevant pieces of content each week against each other and determine who's the winner of the week. And if you're lucky, Joel also posts thirst traps. From documentaries to dumb sitcoms, these two will help you decide who wins. And at the end of each month, they throw it all into a no-holds-barred cage match to see who wins the month. Often joined by special guests, including me, your boy Brido, to help decide the winner's tournament style. These guys have fun making fun of themselves as they keep their passion for film and TV alive during the podcast. Tony's a film nerd. Joel's a music geek who will post thirst traps soon, and they aren't 
shy about their opinions. Listen to the Buffer Battle Podcast anywhere you download your podcasts. Hi, this is Dustin with None Taken Podcast, and I have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstein. Hey, this is Alan with None Taken, and I also have listened to Hunk with Mike Bridenstein. And you clearly listen to Hunk with Mike Bridenstein, so maybe you'll like our show too. We post weekly episodes recapping current events and sharing way too much of our tragic personal lives. Give us a listen. You can find us wherever you found Hunk with Mike or go to our website, nuntakenpod.com. And now back to the world's greatest panel. Fuck yeah. All right, cool. (laughs) These guys fuck. (laughs) Thank you, fellas. It's 2022. Here's to another year of you guys fucking. Now, here's the thrilling conclusion of Kelsey, Joe, Kyle, and Mike. If we've made it this far and you still haven't hit subscribe, you're still you're holding out on me. But go ahead and hit subscribe. <laughs> are they, hey, Joe, are they doing shows in Chicago or is are things shutting down because of Omicron? Uh, a lot of the bar shows are kind of shutting down. Like, Mizzy Chanel is going to take January off. And... Uh, but the clubs are, the are still kind of open. Well, or they're like just shutting down everything or not really? No, the bars are still open. The city announced today that you have to have a vax card to get into any bar or restaurant. And of course, the people who aren't vaxxed are being real fucking loud about their displeasure. Um, Finally. But yeah, as far as the shows go, just <laughs> some bar shows are like, ah, let's take it easy. I- I'm I'm pretty happy that a lot of shows kind of did it on their own. They didn't even have to have anyone step in to tell them not to they were just like ah let's tone it down because pretty much like 80 percent of the chicago comedy scene got covid in the month of december oh, the wow. laugh factory had a holiday yeah. party that was a super spreader event wow and to their credit though they tested everyone on entry when we walked in we all had to take like a 15 yeah. minute test which those turned out to be as reliable as a fucking 15 minute test you know it was a written test yeah <laughs> i don't have covid like, no no i don't bitch <laughs> Just the no. smokers cough. It's fine. <laughs> did people get I got uh, GERD? Get off my ass, man. <laughs> Kelsey, do you think we're doing our show on the thirteenth? I don't know. Okay, but we're supposed to. Okay, we'll try. Where, All right. Where's your show? Checker Hall in Highland Park. We're doing a we're music outside. comedy show. Oh, nice. A little bit of laughs, a little bit of tunes. Should have you, Mike O'Connell, would be a good good get for that. Perfect. Yeah. Mm. Good get. Be a good <laughs> get. He's not he's not a very hard get, so don't <laughs> I have Mike's musical album and I never skip it when it comes on on my shuffle. There you go. Speaking of all the things that are bad idea, I'm actually supposed to do a, a comedy on a heavy metal cruise in three weeks. Yeah, the C- <laughs> the C D C advised against all of those things. The C D C advised against that. To- Metal metal cruises, especially. <laughs> Who are the bands? I, it's uh, well, the headliners are Lamb of God and I Prevail. Lamb of God, good one. We have uh, we do a POD so and Seven Dust in there. Oh my, Kelsey, Seven is Dust. Your, is that in your wheelhouse, buddy? I love. Wait, seven is dust. which one is like cut my life into pieces? Into pieces. <laughs> I think that's Father Roach. Oh that's my God! Roach, okay, Roach. P.O.D. I'm Papa sorry. Father Roach. Father. Father Roach. Papa John's metal album. Because he's like, he's like, do not call me Papa anymore, you fucking little prick. Father's in the house. <laughs> Father Father Roach did all the music for Boondog Saints. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> there is a priest named Father, Father Roach somewhere, and he did not hear the end of it all through the nineties. I'm sure. No. No. The Who most hazed P.O.D. 
Huh? They're the one about getting shot at school, right? POD? POD is like POD. a Christian metal. Oh, oh, okay. They were San Diego. I, I so if you ever need a long dreads, yeah. right? Yeah. What was their big if song? You a, if you ever need a break and not to see a big crowd, you can just go to the Christian metal band on the cruise. <laughs> I've like never heard of Christian metal. I'm sorry, you're not a Striper fan? Oh. I... I wasn't deep enough into Striper, I guess, to realize they're Christian friend. Jesus is the way. <laughs> I prefer satanic metal. Thanks. I'm yeah, I know. Let's cool. let's keep it simple here. Um, um, oh, go ahead. Pod Pod had a had a song that's like I I feel so, so alive. alive. That's yeah. That's yeah. For the very first time. time. Yeah. yeah. And, and I read the Bible. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and, and I wish it wasn't so note. long. Ah. <laughs> I wish it had more simple language. <laughs> it stands for payable on death, POD. Okay. Does it? Yeah. Christian this is their fourth appearance. Diego. It's their fourth you, appearance on this cruise. Seven guys, dust, eighth appearance. Seven dust. Seven dust, eighth appearance. There, there was a there was an MTV video music awards. It was like two thousand or something. And love the drummer from POD punched Kid Rock in the face. Love him. <laughs> what a great, what a great rivalry! Like so this... big, big fight. Yeah. This is where we feel like we're making fun of the wrong people right now. Yeah, it POD. does. Looks like I'm going to be front row uh, with whatever variant we develop. I do, I don't think they're going to cancel this cruise because I think if you've had gonorrhea since 1987, <laughs> you're not you're not scared of whatever Delta variant or whatever. Man, we've besmirched the Paul brothers and P.O.D., and it turns out that we were the villains all along. I don't know. I like being put in my place, you know? Okay, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, got banned from Twitter and Facebook today for giving COVID misinformation. Do you... Facebook as well, yeah. Do you trust the CDC when they say words to you? Uh, On a scale of... On a scale of... Yeah. I don't do my own research. Who's the most trustworthy and who's the least trustworthy (laughs) on this scale? Yeah. Yeah, I trust the CDC more than I trust Marjorie Taylor Greene in her, like, handbag full of guns and shit. Like, (laughs) that's not... Yeah. yeah. Who's the most trustworthy? Tom On a scale of Tom Hanks to... uh... Tom Hanks playing Mr. Rogers. (laughs) Yeah. This is coming from a household my dad's like, I don't like it. It's just an adult that just hangs out with kids. I don't like it. My dad wouldn't let me watch. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Now let's go. To, let's go to church. Yeah. Yeah. Now get your yeah, ass right. into. Yeah, exactly. We're fucking He's like, late. Father, Father Roach. Father Roach is why here. Why don't you watch something normal like Bozo the Clown? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> get your ass. Bozo. Get your ass to CCD. He was the best. I. It was my dream to be in the uh, grand prize game. The grand prize game. It just never happened. I. Uh, <sighs> I, was, I was in the audience. Yeah, I didn't make it to grand prize. Really. It's very I exciting. Love how they sold a crisp fifty dollar bill. They always said crisp. That's what made it more exciting. <laughs> They're like a mealy pocket. Yeah, that's something. Fifty dollar yeah, bill. Something. Kelsey, do they have the Bozo, Bozo show Bozo in Orange County? Pocket sound. Yeah. We, uh, I think Bozo. I think I miss Bozo. Cookie, Wizzo, Bozo, none of it. Noonie, noonie, no. noonie. WGN. So like no. sometimes. Did you know there were Bozos in different there. markets? Like New York had their own bozo. No, different and bozos. Yes, there wasn't one bozo for the whole country. There was different bozos in different markets for a while. No wonders we're so divided. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
We were, I want there to not be like the one bozo. The CDC. <laughs> not like the bozos at the CDC. One democracy, one bozo. That's how, that's how it's got to roll. <laughs> no, but the CDC, though, I think the whole new thing with the five days bullshit is that they need people to go back to work. And I totally yeah. understand people not trusting them because um, my wife's a nurse and she's been working on the COVID floor since COVID started. And her, wow. right now her hospital's numbers are almost as high as when COVID was at its peak. Um, but this variant has not been as bad because it hasn't hit the lungs as hard, but there's still people in the hospital. Anyway, though, I understand people not trusting them because it feels like the rules are changing constantly. And I think the CDC has, like their leadership just doesn't know what to do. They I went from 14 to 10 to five, right? Like, yeah. Was, and I think yeah, a lot of it is stuff of... that they are figuring out as you go along. And obviously now that more people are vaccinated, you don't need to be locked away as long. 14 days before the vaccine made sense, I suppose. Um, but yeah, I, I get I get all the fucking hillbillies out there being like, it doesn't yeah. make sense. I mean, I, I basically just believe humanity is trying their best with a fucking insane like pandemic uh, fucking, you know, virus going around the world that we don't know yeah. very much about. So I, I feel like cut them a break. Everyone should just try to be on the same page. I feel like it should be sim- as simple as that, but it's not. And that fucking blows. True. It's really agitated some people. <laughs> it's pretty amazing. <laughs> yeah. People don't want to be told what to do. And I get that. Yeah. I get that. Depending, on, depending on who's telling them what to do. Depending on who's, yeah. Mm-hmm. One per, one is an infallible king god. Yeah. <laughs> I wonder how many people just won't pay their taxes this year if they don't believe in the government so much. Like, I bet well, that they all get, pay their fucking taxes. Not believe, yeah. <laughs> I don't believe in jail either, but here I am. <laughs> here I am. <laughs> that would be a great way to, like, I don't believe in jail. I'm against, my religion's against jail, and you get to go out of it. <laughs> like, uh, yeah, well, your religion was just misproven. <laughs> Well, and I see people talking about like, well, then if you deny the vaccine and you get it, you shouldn't have priority in a hospital. But that's not how hospitals work, you know. <clears throat> right, right. It's tough. I got as much as like that sounds like a rah rah point of like, yeah, fuck you guys. Like, yeah, fat person. That would make you. That would actually attack, make you mad. Gets, gets yeah, in line. Make you more mad than anything. I'm for it's universal like, health care, but yeah, not in this gets, situation. Gets the next position. Yeah. Um, oh yeah, I've, I've yeah I've tried to be like a lot of people I don't want to. <laughs> people who ride people who ride those rental scooters on the sidewalk. I don't. I want them to crash. You want a universal <laughs> universal I, I want, selective healthcare. Yeah, <laughs> you get to make the call. Yeah, universal not, not, is an I choose. Who universal, gets it. just selective, just straight up selective. You're on the uh, you're on the uh, one of the death squads that they always talk about. That would be great. <laughs> Kyle yeah. Kinney, death panels on the, on the <laughs> yeah. death panel. Dude. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sorry. Me and POD, payable upon death. <laughs> see. We're, we're going to see like badges on people's jackets with Kyle's face on it and like rounding people up. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Listen, there's a very select few people who get health care in the country I'm living. It's people that listen to listen to Striper and people that don't. All right. That's the dividing line. It's like we're all dead, unfortunately. There's going to be yeah. about 40,000 people left. Uh, Betty White. What's your favorite Betty White moment? Is anybody a huge uh, Betty Whitehead? R.I.P. Betty. She had a great quote about dicks and vaginas that was like, uh, <laughs> I'm trying to remember. Are it was you like, thinking uh, of the right uh, person? No, it's well, no, no, I mean, no, no. She, seriously, she seriously did have a, it was like, uh, 
people think men are dirty. People limericks. think men are so hard, but vaginas get pounded and pounded, and they never fucking. I swear, I'll look it up right now because yeah, it's now about it just balls. Like, wow. People always say gross and balls. It's just his balls are weak and delicate. You know, vaginas they take a pounding. That's exactly what it was. I thought that was brilliant, and she. I think she wrote that when she was ninety. So. I have a new favorite one of hers where she was on the Tonight Show when Joan Rivers was guest hosting, and she's just roasting Joan Rivers. It's hilarious. It was a clip I just saw like like yesterday huh. or something, and Joan oh. Rivers was on the cover of some magazine where she was kind of laid out like this, and she's just trashing her. It's hysterical. It's like friendly, <laughs> but like she's really going at her like, oh yeah, like just like calling Joan Rivers like a poser and shit. It was really funny. <laughs> I'll check that out. She probably didn't take to that kindly. Joan Rivers. Yeah, I don't, yeah. She was trying to go back at her, being like, "Have you been on the cover of a magazine?" <laughs> Betty White. Betty White's like, "Yeah, I have, bitch." <laughs> Golden after, Girls, bitch. Went after Joan Rivers' looks. Um, Joe. Golden Girls is still a great uh, sitcom to sit down for just a parade of zingers. It is a parade of zingers. Like, I just want some punchy lines. Sit down and just catch some Golden Girls. <laughs> they haven't really recreated that. Uh, that beautiful like old folks home vibe oh i'm sorry there's a new sex in the city you must not be watching (laughs) (laughs) i'm sure they would love to be compared to the golden girls they're five years younger i'm not kidding i believe you they were all like early oh they're five years younger than what they were okay i see yeah Yeah. wow so there's a story of still getty was the youngest one out of all of them she would, uh, Blanche was. Yeah. I've heard that also, but it's not true. I don't know why people said it. It's just like a thing that people said. No, it's because she's playing her mom and she's only like two years older than the person she's playing. Right. The like Rue McClanahan was the youngest, but uh, I looked this up recently. I, I don't know I why. I can't I tell these old people apart. Yeah. The Southern slutty one was the youngest. What's your dumbest joke? I'm sorry, Kelsey and I will just enjoy this while it happens. What is the joke that you tell on stage that is the absolute dumbest? I'm going to have to say all of them. Uh, (laughs) I just leave it at that. I don't know. It's really hard to say because sometimes the dumbest one gets a fucking laugh and you're like, oh, maybe it's good. I mostly laugh at dumb jokes. That's what I like. Otherwise, I'm going, oh, that's a good bit. But like a dumb one, that'll make me have like a good good giggle. Um, down, uh, all, all eggs are poached eggs if you're eating them. <laughs> you had a damn it. What was your joke? Uh, your fucking Fraser Crane joke that you tweeted a couple days ago. I thought that that uh, should have got a lot more. Fraser Crane is the original Post Malone. <laughs> you got to You really got to be just old and not. <laughs> with anything nah man cheers is on on hulu somebody else made that joke three years ago oh perfect somebody else made that joke three years ago on twitter that i didn't like oh cow canadian i'm like yes i i found your account (laughs) (laughs) i'm one of your i found a joke followers sir and i do steal from you often (laughs) (laughs) i did that that did actually happen to me when i said that uh sex in the city was a prequel to golden girls or something on at midnight and then somebody like not professional comedy twitter chewed me apart like um uh fucking uh susanna san antonio eight six seven two nine three made this joke on twitter so that's a stolen bit. Like, like yeah well sorry, i'm gonna have not. to send her the i'm gonna have to send in. her the seven hundred thousand dollars i got from that tweet 
<laughs> yeah, not to mention the astronomical day rate from at midnight. <laughs> I mean, those that was those were some very, very, very big paychecks. <laughs> oh yeah, there's another one—a gay porn movie called RoboTop. Yeah, <laughs> I like it. See, it's hard to say whether that's bad joke or a good joke. Yeah, it did, it did it incite giggling. <laughs> I mean, well, what you, you mean by a bad joke? It's like no dumbest, dumbest I, joke. A, a dumb, dumb joke. Yeah, a dumb, dumb joke. joke. Dumb joke. Yeah. Dumb as in uh, a dumb joke can yeah, be funny. Get... I have a like. I have a joke where I used to say that a uh, fart was just an awesome movie trailer for the shit you're gonna take later. <laughs> like that's it. a joke about farting and pooping. So that's not the smartest. <laughs> it's like. <laughs> I have one that says it's the uh, it's the contraction for your turd baby. <laughs> ah, combating combating jokes here. It's like a it's, it's like a wrap off. Versus <laughs> this is versus dumb joke versus. <laughs> okay, I mean all my shit's real high so I know I you are. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm more of a I'm more of a poet. Uh, you know, <laughs> poet philosopher. <laughs> but it's you so funny that guitars. For- I do have two guitars to imply. You're like a music teacher right now. One, versus one clown. So you are two parts musician. I'm, I'm one so part many. Clown. I'm so it's a myriad of of shadows. <laughs> <laughs> but it's so funny that it does say a lot about comedy. Is you guys both had the same exact thought about fart and shit. <laughs> well, I it also it's much about comedy. As yeah, it does about unoriginality. <laughs> it does say something. And about, it's all. Uh, it means about common, common ideas. Kyle and I are both have both been such alcoholics that we've thought, uh oh, fart means have to poop later, so figure that out. <laughs> yeah. You just tie in the alcoholism there. It becomes such a such a such a story. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, farts are a whole other beast when you're when you got a bunch of IPAs in you from the night before. Look, 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 enough. <laughs> look, enough. Who's got painkillers? Okay? <laughs> yeah. okay? I am I am sick of I, I am sick of this dance around. Some, this dance is again. I'll go watch some the... comedy specials. I don't need fucking need this right now, okay? Codeine. <laughs> what? You... Give it to me. Codeine. It's obvious the guy that even a muscle relaxer. Shit humor is hooked on painkillers because those <laughs> exactly. are two separate worlds entirely. <laughs> I've been locked up for a week and a half, man. Give me some more Vicos. <laughs> I don't even know what a shit feels like anymore. But... And then, yeah, then you, can that, you can take that medication for uh, for Vicodin-based uh, stomach issues. That's That was a very popular one for a while. But that's because the companies were like, hey, let's come up with another pill for the stomach problems for the first pill. Uh, you got to hate that. Uh, <laughs> Seatbelts for this car whose brakes fail. Yeah. <laughs> Um. Oh, we're gonna have the one year anniversary of the uh, storming of the Capitol, uh, on the sixth. Two days away. Yeah. Forty one percent of Republicans think it was Antifa that did it. Do they believe that, or do they just hear a poll is being taken and they decide, oh, time to fuck with somebody? But we're believing that poll. Half believe it. I mean, yeah. I mean, I would. Yeah. 
Forty-one percent of what? Six dipshits wearing camo in front of the white. Like, yeah. Who's the poll? Who's like, like, that poll? The pollster's like, "Hey, I kind of got drunk, so I only got to ask eight people." <laughs> yeah, I don't believe any numbers anymore. Yeah, look, no look. poll that I believe anywhere anymore. We yeah. we know the truth. We were there. So, what is your favorite memory of being there? Jay Johnson, <laughs> the guy from Mister Show. Mm. Yeah, that was that's wild. That was. Jay Johnstone or whatever his name is. To be honest, I know they were righteous because nobody was racist at the churro cart guy. (laughs) It wasn't about it wasn't about race, guys. They just borrowed they just borrowed his uh yeah, his umbrella to 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 poke at cops. Uh, yeah, I can't believe that that's, I mean, but maybe you're right. It's like we've listened to polling throughout our lives kind of in this blind way, and so like it's funny if you're asked one opinion or the other, you just say the one you kind of believe in and you think you're fucking bringing down the system. Yeah. Yeah. But like, what's the group? What group are they asking? What, where did you find this group? Like nobody looks at like nobody, like it's just everything. Do two more clicks on anything you read. Just two more (laughs) clicks into how that number got into your face. And nobody wants to go that just two more steps. into. well, how is this information getting to me from what source? Well, they never met anybody that got polled in my life. (laughs) You would be you would be a real buzzkill on Family Feud, Kyle. (laughs) Show me the source material. (laughs) I would like to see the interview. That's a class action lawsuit that's been forty years in the making. People got ripped out, like ripped off, like oh man, yeah, it could have been life changing. Off himself, he knew the inside story. It was a quiz game. Oh right. Al Borland yeah, right. or whatever. No, the other the other guy. <laughs> Not Al Borland. Between <laughs> Richard Dawson. Between Richard Dawson and Al Borland. By the way, right before we started, the Iron Sheik tweeted that anybody who has a in all caps, anybody who has a problem with Patton Oswald can fuck themselves forever. So Iron Sheik of all people just turned out to be a fucking Twitter powerhouse like over the years. <laughs> He's a Twitter powerhouse. Him? What? Is it him? I doubt is it. Is it really him? I doubt it. What is the story of the Iron Sheik? No, no, it is. I think it is. He was a is... Iranian Olympic wrestler who defected to the United States or immigrated to the United States, either or, probably immigrated since it was in the days of the Shah, became a professional wrestler, was the WWF champion, lost to Hulk Hogan, and then slowly years of steroids and uh, Vicodin abuse, uh, O'Connell, uh, yeah. has, has uh, lost his mind and is, and is, uh, is a hilarious uh, Twitter guy. His use Amazing. of jabroni is unparalleled. <laughs> He's Amazing. the originator of jabroni. The Rock uh, stole it from him. Oh, oh really? Rock? Yeah. See, that's real stealing. The Rock should have been in Congo. That's what I think. <laughs> like, every time you were talking about Congo, I was like, "Was the Rock in that?" Oh my god, like should have been. That'd be I such a good. Rock. The, I thought you were going to say the Rock should be in Congress. I'm like, you know what? I think he would. <laughs> I think I would align a, a lot of these points. A lot of people should run for Congo <laughs> instead. Just to be in the 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 uh, the reboot. Who is the lead male in Congo? Um, he was in Nip Tuck. Do you remember that show? Oh, okay, kind of. Like and there, the there guy. was like, there was the real creepy guy, and then hit the other guy who was the nicer guy. It's that guy. Okay, like photocopied Brendan Fraser, right? 
That's yeah. basically what I was just thinking. Mm-hmm. I watched mm-hmm. I watched those mummies yeah. movies recently. Wait, we got that Laura. Like we got Laura Linney. It was a genre back in the day. We got Tim Curry. We got Ernie Hudson, Dylan Walsh, Joe Don Baker. Those people. Joe Delroy, Don Baker. Delroy Lindo. Delroy Lindo stole the movie. He always does. <laughs> he stole the movie, tried to burn it, but they got it back and they released it. <laughs> <laughs> That's not what I meant. No, you know what I, I meant. <laughs> That's not what I meant. Um, yeah, he, oh, he, he berates Tim Curry, Tim Curry's character in the best way. And he is like, he's a dick. He's a dictator of one of these countries that they're in. And yeah, he's just yelling at Tim Curry about his sesame cake and he's calling him a piece of shit. When's the last time you saw Congo, Kelsey? I've seen it so many times. (laughs) Yeah. He's watching it right now. <laughs> can, can you guys? It's the be only quiet. thing that keeps him alive. Can you guys if shut up? Congo and Ben Killer. His heart stops if Congo's not playing somewhere around him. It's like the movie Speed, <laughs> but Congo. Actually, Congo restarts his heart. <laughs> <laughs> Who's got a VHS? Uh, does Delroy Lindo? Does he use an accent in it? Um. Whatever nation that that African nation is, I'm sure he was yeah. on point. The dictator's accent, yeah. It's really dictatory, yeah. <laughs> Idi Amini, yeah. Yeah, Idi Amini. Yeah. Idi Amini. He was so good. Oh, man. He was so crazy in that uh, fucking Spike Lee movie that came out a couple of years ago. Everyone's talking about giving him an Academy Award nom or something. Delroy Do you remember Lando. that thing came out? It was uh, had Chadwick Boseman, and they were going back to Vietnam. Oh, the five some treasure. The five bloods, bloods, five bloods, five bloods. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was wild. I still haven't seen that movie. That's a Netflix good movie. Yeah, I like Spike Lee movies. Do they do the classic Spike Lee shot where it tracks away and pans in at the same time to make it look like all crazy? I think there are. One or two of those. Is that his shot? He did that in a Black Landsman so uh, so many so many times. Like people just drifting through. Yeah. No, people not walking. He doesn't like. He likes to show people seemingly not walking, but walking. On in Inside Man, <laughs> Denzel gets pissed off, and they just show him, and he doesn't walk. They just move him, and it's like the. I love Inside Man. Yeah, no. Inside oh. Man is great. Probably one I'm going to rewatch that. I haven't seen that forever. I love a good bank heist movie like Dog Day Afternoon, like anything like that mm. sort of thing. I I always you might enjoy like those it. Doberman film. That's what it sounds like. <laughs> You're going to you are going to just ridiculously lose it when you watch this Do- the, the, the Doberman gang. It is it is wild. Um the Doberman gang inside dog. I have all these. Uh, ins- <laughs> That's going to be the fourth. That's going to be the that'll round out the series. Dog, but dog, yeah, afternoon. This, this dog just applied for a security guard position. Yeah. This dog. Yeah. Guard so many dogs apply for the vault guarding job. It, it seems suspicious, but hey, I mean, he's got a good resume. He's worked in several banks. We don't have to pay him. He's a dog. You give him a couple treats. It's totally fine. Okay, I need a I need a rock band. I need uh, you guys to pick a rock band for me. 
I need a singer, singer, bass player. It's literally three eleven o'clock. It's three eleven right now. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is. It really is. This is very good for Kelsey. Kelsey likes this a lot. Okay. It's three eleven right now. Kelsey says this every day. It's Kelsey o'clock. Okay, I need. I pick a your your greatest band ever. I need a lead singer. I need a lead guitar player. I need a bass player. I need a drummer. Name for me. You are greatest band of all time, starting with a musician, Kelsey Ayer. Oh, I get to start. I thought I was in the band. Damn it. You can be. I didn't say <laughs> I you couldn't so be. You can be I'm me. So um, uh, okay. I want I want Wes Borland, who's the guitar player Limp in Biscuit. Biscuit. Yeah. I want him in the band. Let's just have Wov, the drummer from POD, B-O-D. because okay. he can always like protect us. Yeah. Um. And I think a, an amazing compliment to all that. The bass player from Rage looks like no one could beat his ass. Right. Now, now I'm just going for pure bulk and, and uh, violence. Um, <laughs> I don't know who else would be in there. No, I'm, I'm, now I'm like literally trying to see who would match up with West Portland and his stuff. I thought of Sade. I'm just going Sade. Okay. Really like a really weird mix of stuff. And then um, the bass player from, oh, 311. Okay. There you go. Yeah. Utility. That's that's my band. Utility band right there. (laughs) (laughs) Also a musician, Mike O'Connell. Who you got? I would say like Blind Faith has a good lineup, but I, uh ginger baker would be a great drummer oh jazz drummer and then uh i would replace eric clapton due to his uh terrible <laughs> terrible theories due to his race and covid yeah. and, and, and uh, child child care and, and, and windows and, and baby watching is a, not a strength uh they're not I a good baby replace, no no i would replace oh i would replace the bass player with uh Les Claypool, Primus. Oh just yeah, wow. he just he just makes yeah. me laugh, <laughs> and I always think he's just so crazily. He does such. He would have to do more poppy things in this band. <laughs> he couldn't just play "My then, Name Is Mud" over and over again. <laughs> no, but, but he could. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's got the fun bass playing, and then the guitarist. I would. Uh, I mean, I like. I still would just put Jimi Hendrix in there if he was still alive just yeah. see what he'd probably be more jazzy and just like a little more chill <laughs> yeah because you're because it would be today right yeah okay so he probably had stopped doing so much acid <laughs> and then uh I mean Steve Winwood from Blind Faith I think he has a great voice why not just give him another oh, chance <laughs> all right Winwood is he still alive I think he is yeah he's a little faded from the drugs but Still there, back in the high life. I had to sing those songs when, in like oh. seventh grade music class, they were like making us sing all the Winwood hits. <laughs> anyway, that's my band. <laughs> all right, now Kyle Kinane. Kyle Kinane, bring wow. us the home. new metal right. master, new metal king. Well, I'd answered a similar question like this, and I still liked my lineup. David Diamond, David Lee Roth front greatest front person of all time um uh, a lot of energy 
Yeah. Yeah. Drum drums utility player Michael Winslow. From Who's the, that? From the from police. From the police, police academy. academy. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just he rounds out the whole sound. He does. Right. It's so it's right. so it's so it's so unconventional. It's gonna work. I mean, you laugh, but uh, the Roots had Rozel just in case. Ooh, who does? Rozelle. Who does like yeah. mouth beats? They also had beats. Questlove, who was a pretty good drummer. But and you don't need a yeah. drum set. You just need a microphone. That's like. What about the human beatbox from the Fat Boys? It starts, come... it starts to look like an acapella yeah. group, though. That's the problem. Well, well, now, let's see. I, now I'm throwing the guitar, Uncle Pecos. From uh, from Tom and Jerry, he was uh, Jerry's cousin that would visit. He was a country western now, <laughs> and he kept breaking a string, and he would always steal one of Tom's whiskers. I oh, do Rock, remember. Dude. I mean, so punk. I think you already you're already winning so the band punk. competition here. <laughs> he's like he's like, oh, I, I broke a string. Well, let me steal a whisker from this apex predator that's in my face. That's some G.G. Allen shit right there. You're 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 blending genres. You're blending like planes of existence. Yeah. You're, Hopefully you're, like, Winslow really... gets along with that. You want to hear? You got you got to wow. have Diamond Dave singing Crambone over Michael Winslow with whatever he's doing. I used to I used to have fun <laughs> lying. Led, Ze- Led Zeppelin's on a helicopter over on this side of the stage. <laughs> Meanwhile, this cartoon mouse keeps shredding so hard he's breaking strings. <laughs> And Diamond Dave singing Crambone, but in the style of Panama. I used to <laughs> trick <Crambone>! people. <laughs> I used to trick people. That, like every single time, I would say that I opened for Michael Winslow, and people would be like, "Oh, really?" And I would t- I would lie to them and say that he tried new material out on me in the green room. He'd go, vroom, vroom, and I'd be like, "Man, that sounds like your old stuff." And people believed me most of the time. <laughs> it's a harmless who, lie. Who was was it like? I don't know if Dwyer was telling me, like, I don't know if it was Jerry Minor or somebody did, like, Michael Winslow as an act, but it was, like, the death of his daughter. But he's like, and then we walked her casket down the aisle. <laughs> like, they just did sound effects for, like, a very morose moment in his life. <laughs> that is a funny day. I don't know if it, I don't know what, how that got conjured, but. Oh, and as far as bass, any one of the Country Bear Jamboree or the Chuck E. Cheese. Because I really don't need them, so I just need a. Because they, because they had, because they had, the, they had the double basses. They had two basses. <laughs> you <recall>. Yeah, <laughs> it was, upright. it was totally it's upright. Yeah. yeah, it's really double more of a bass. structural base for the robot to lean on. So, well, Kyle showed his ignorance, right, musicians? Uh, I think he I showed uh, so many. He showed us. He showed us right that now. we need to rethink our decisions. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I just I see an amazing festival lineup. That's what I see. Yes. I see, yeah, we're building it out. It's gonna make a lot of money. Okay? <laughs> a lot of money. I, That's what we're doing. A lot of yeah. Buy a lot of pills with that money. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yeah, how do you get <laughs> pills, dude? You use money. Okay? If you get an animatron, a cartoon, and uh, <laughs> I mean, if you get all those people together, it's money coming. It's just flowing. Can we plug anything? Uh, I did a fun thing. I did a fun thing. I have the podcast where I like do a bunch of voices of a bunch of different characters. And it's like this fake TV show I made up. And I took all these fake songs and commercials and stuff and bits. And I made it into a mixtape. And I put that shit out on all the Spotify's and Apple Music's and stuff. So go check it out. The Kelsey Air TV show on radio. Mixtape, volume one. 
There you go. That's it. Yeah. He's stoked. I'll be on a heavy metal cruise, maybe. (laughs) (laughs) Kyle, Kyle, I just, you know, and I just, I would say, don't go on the cruise. Don't. I know. Don't do it. I know this was Don't do it. Or, or go hard on the cruise. (laughs) (laughs) Go like it's your last cruise ever. It's the only two ways. Kyle Kinane, last cruise. Yeah, the metalheads would be like, fuck yeah, last cruise. <laughs> like, like, yeah, I'm just gonna get it, you know? That, yeah. Has <laughs> anybody not gotten it? I feel like I haven't gotten it. I have not gotten it. Yet. Wow, four for four, not gotten well, I don't know. I've kind of had like a mild cold twice, but now that might be the new one. So. Do you feel like you're inevitably going to get it? Or do you feel That's like we're going to ride this From out? Doctor- doctor friends and stuff they're like you're gonna get it so just fucking get ready <laughs> i was like but i've gone so long without getting it i know <laughs> but you're just you're just worried that you're not going to be like the two percent of people who are going to go to the hospital right no that's all, like yeah. it's just like it's yeah, the yeah. it's the fucking casino casino of death covid death jesus wild wild <laughs> yeah you guys want to go <laughs> yeah no, it's, it's like oh when is the car picking free, me up? Uh, I got free tokens. <laughs> Casino of death. Because that's actually yeah. is that that might be what they're calling the cruise. Yeah. <laughs> that's one of the one of the places on the cruise for sure. Yeah. 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 So they renamed they renamed Cozumel the Casino of Death. <laughs> no need to bring any money. It's your life you'll be playing with. <laughs> I didn't know you wrote copy for death casinos. That's fun. Oh, no, it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's really just a good. side gig. They don't, they don't accept any of the copy. I, just, I write it, but they don't take it. Throw my, I throw my birth certificate on the roulette table. <laughs> I wish on the cards that they, you, they have your vaccines on it. They could also be like, was a decent person during the bad part. Didn't go yeah. to like <laughs> shitty parties. You, you get little stars and, and stamps. Yeah, yeah, I want my adorable. I want a star yeah, next to my name points. on the chalkboard. Festival bracelets for every month. You just stayed at home. Yes, I was a good I've boy. I've really done some. I've really stayed in my house, so I I can't claim that I didn't. Right. <laughs> All right. There's no reward for staying alive. Boys, thank you for being here. This will be up Friday. Uh... Death casino. There's no reward for staying alive. <laughs> <laughs> the whole movie. Yeah. It's just living longer. That's the, I guess that's the fucking reward. That's the punishment. <laughs> yeah. It's hard to say. Hard to say. <laughs> hard to say. All right. Thank you guys for being here. All right. Thanks for having me. All right. I will nice see thank you, you guys. Bye, nice to meet everybody. Bye. Have a great day. Yeah. That's Kelsey, Joe, Kyle, and Mike. I will tag them all on Twitter and Instagram. Give them all a follow on social media if you don't already. They, I'm sure that all of them except for Kyle Kinane would appreciate your follow. That is the show. Thank you so much for listening. R.I.P. Michael Clark Duncan.